0: Hey there! My name is Cassie Torresias, and eight years ago, I launched my own online graphic design studio and booked a one way ticket to travel the world in pursuit of my own freedom filled life. I now own a multi million dollar online business, The Bucketless Bombshells, teaching other women how to do the same, alongside my best friend, co founder, and podcast co host, Shay Brown. Around here, We believe that your crazy dreams aren't crazy and that it's time for you to start creating the life and career that you dream about too. Whether you wanna travel and work remotely or simply just wanna be your own boss, it's possible to live out your passion and purpose without just scraping by. We know that this path isn't always easy to navigate though, so we're here to help you. From making a career change, starting and growing your own business, balancing life and business, and most importantly, pursuing your own freedom-filled life. Get ready for real, relatable stories and advice on your journey towards something more. We serve it up BFF style, so pour yourself that third cup of coffee and let's dive in. Welcome to the Freedom-Filled Life Podcast. We are so excited about launching the Freedom Filled Life podcast that to celebrate, we've teamed up with some of our favorite businesses to give you the chance to win the ultimate bucket list bombshells business bundle valued at over $3,300 and chock full of our favorite tools, courses, and products to take you to the next level no matter where you are on your business journey. We're talking everything from a free subscription to one of our favorite design tools, Canva Pro, to an entire year of Lead Pages Pro to create beautiful and high converting sales pages, to a free subscription to Hoststock, our favorite collection of styled stock photos. Our Cultivate What Matter Power Sheets to track and hit your big goals, legal resources from Destination Legal, and an entire year free of Tailwind Pro, our favorite Pinterest and Instagram content scheduler. So are you ready to win the ultimate Bucket List Bombshells business bundle? All it takes is one simple step. To be entered to win, simply leave us, the Freedom Filled Life Podcast, a review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, and please make sure that your username or nickname that you use to leave a review isn't anonymous so that we can easily identify you as the winner. And that's it. For more details about this Ultimate Bucket List Bombshells Business Bundle Giveaway, head on over to bucketlistbombshells.com slash giveaway to learn more. Now let's dive into the show. Hey guys, Cassie and Shay here, back for another episode. If you would believe it, we actually recorded this entire episode. (laughs) audio gone. (laughs) And so now we're sitting down to do it again. Just giving you the real
1: life, real talk, business life sometimes. Yeah. And the tech, I think a lot of you out there who have even only been in business for three months can probably attest that the tech stuff happens. It comes up. It's just a part of running an online business or probably even a regular business too. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. But now we have full sunshine hot cups of tea, and we're ready to dive into it. Today's episode or topic, and we're so excited to talk about this, is how to have work-life balance. And this is a very, I think, elusive topic of conversation, work-life balance, and something that I think has always been a topic of conversation, but even more so over the last year and a half since the beginning of COVID and remote work just kind of becoming this huge big topic of conversation and a lot of you out there have probably adapted to working remotely, working from home, and as you've seen that even blurs the line even more a lot of times between work and personal life and home and they're now all blended up (laughs) in your home office or in your kitchen or living room just like us where we're recording from. But we get asked this question all the time. How do you have work-life balance? How do I stop feeling, you know, so overwhelmed or avoid burnout or get out of burnout? And I think a lot of what we're going to talk about in today's episode is tackling just that, but the root of it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really excited for this conversation we also want to kind of touch on the fact, too, that because of everything that's happened in this mm-hmm. last year and a half, mm-hmm. that a lot of us and even you listening have probably been feeling exhausted, mm-hmm. tired, mm-hmm. you feel like you have less energy than you probably you know have felt before, or depending on where you're located, even in the world, that makes a huge difference as to what your work life balance even means right now yeah. you know we have team members who are still in quarantine or in lockdown in new zealand in australia so that's going to look way different if you're trying to come and approach this topic of work life balance versus someone who's in a different location or if you have different rules or regulations that you're currently living by so we also want to point that out as we're addressing this topic of work-life balance. And I think that's why it's more important than ever Mm -hmm. to talk about this conversation too and why we wanted this to be in one of our first few podcast episodes.
1: Yeah, I just think it's so relevant to what's going on right now because I think that, you know, like in the beginning of COVID, I think we all really felt like we were in the same position, that Mm. we were all in this together, so to speak. And not to say that we're not anymore. That's not the point I'm trying to make. But that point is that I think we were all Globally, in the same setting, we were all going through maybe quarantine together, in the sense we were all switching to online work together or online workouts, fitness routines, your kind of work life balance. We were all sort of online, kind of figuring it out together what that looked like. And there were like, you know, different resources for us. And I think as this has sort of changed country to country now, and there are like what Cass was saying, so many different kind of scenarios and situations Mm. that you might be in, mm-hmm. I think trying to, you know, relook at work-life balance from like almost a completely different perspective and almost a completely different approach than you probably were even thinking about it prior to COVID. And I think that everything right now. You need to focus on like what is working for you versus really looking to outside sources right now as well. So I think we're going to get into some really great stuff around that today. Yes, I love that. And also
0: this entire podcast is all about helping you create and live out your freedom-filled life. (laughs) And that's still important regardless of where you're at least making it The version, like you mentioned, Shay, that works for you wherever you're at right now. None of us want to feel like our life is on hold. And I think that all of this has really showed us that we can focus on the things that we can control. And so, you know, that means if you can make time and space for the things that are important to you which are obviously not just your career or building or starting or growing your own business. And that is a big part of why this isn't just another, you know, business podcast. And we really want to talk about this conversation today. So we're going to be sharing kind what we're doing these days to have work-life balance in our own lives and then give you some tips and suggestions and advice for how you can have more work-life balance right now too and what this actually can look like in your calendar (laughs) for those people who are type A organized and you're like give me the nitty-gritty details of what this actually looks like on a day-to-day basis. We're going to get into that. I think you brought up a really good point too, that it is important for us to recognize that your version, you know, you listening, your version or vision of work-life balance right now can look different than ours. And that's Mm -hmm. not just okay. It's, we want that for you. You know, what we're going to talk about today is really identifying what work-life balance looks like for you. And also pay attention to the fact that's different to someone else's as well. Maybe there's someone you see on Instagram or follow on Instagram and you see this version of work-life balance that they're talking about. You know, it's really about... Like you said, not going to outside sources and finding a copy and paste Mm. routine or work-life balance that you want to just pick up. And what we're talking about here is, in today is even deeper than that. So it's going to be important to find what works for you. The first thing is, you know, before we even get into even what this can look like in your calendar and what you're doing in your day-to-day is aligning your priorities with your values. And when you can start with knowing what your values are, are, that is really going to help you actually prioritize them for your week or Mm -hmm. even for your day. Mm -hmm. And I think right now, if you are just doing what you think you should be doing, what's just kind of, I don't know, falling into your calendar, you -hmm. feel like you're just being run by your schedule, that's also probably why you're feeling unfulfilled at the end of the day Mm -hmm. or at the end of the week.
1: Yeah, and I think that people instead of aligning their weeks around their values, which I want to get into how to do that, but really I think we think that a to-do list, creating a to-do list and checking that off, that's how I've accomplished something and will be fulfilled at the end of my week because I did all these errands or I got my kids to school on time or I checked off, you know, I finished that project but, you know, like rushed through it. Like there's just Mm -hmm. like a to-do list just to do it. You didn't really think about what you were doing doing or how you were really intentionally planning out your weeks to bring yourself more joy and fulfillment. Because Mm -hmm. I think the core of that, the core of why, you know, our sole purpose, our reason for being on Earth, or I don't know the answer to the reason for being on earth. But I think that as humans, we like feel fulfilled from our values. I think that most people could relate that when they are feeling unaligned with their values, that something is like causing friction within their life mm. is because they don't feel like that's who they are, what they want out of life. And I think that we just don't prioritize our weeks around this, our work-life balance around values versus a to-do list versus a, I have to get this done because of some deadline or because someone needs something from me or because I think I should do this because I see other people working out five times a week. So I should also work out five mm-hmm. times a week. So you put that on your to-do list and you try and schedule a bunch of classes and you probably wake up and you don't really feel like going to them or you skip them. And then you feel like defeated at the end of the week Mm -hmm. in that regard too. You know, take some time to think about what your values are and what's bringing you joy and fulfillment and how you want to shape your life without outside influences. What do you want? What feels good to you? Mm -hmm. And we can't
0: prioritize what we don't know. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're just putting things on your schedule, like we were saying, just being run by your schedule. The time comes when sometimes you have to choose. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're sitting and listening, you're like, oh yeah, been there. It's like, okay, you're in this situation where like, are you going to make that meeting? Or are you going to take some time to work out? Are you going to cram in this, you know, project to fit in this deadline? Or are you going to spend time with family that's in town? Like we come to these you know, situations in life and in business where you have to make a decision Mm -hmm. and it can feel overwhelming Mm -hmm. and frustrating if you haven't defined what your values are. You don't know how to prioritize and make a decision. And when you do make a decision, you're sitting there feeling guilty that you didn't make the other decision. And so I'm sure you're like, yes, I've been there. It becomes this endless loop. And we don't want your life to look like that. Shay and I have definitely been in seasons of our life and business where we felt like our business was running us, like our schedules were running us. I love that you pointed out what you should be doing. You know, you maybe see articles or interviews of successful business owners or entrepreneurs or maybe mentors or people you look look up to and they're doing the, you know, 5am wake up, I think there's a term for this. There's it's, something, uh, I can't yeah. think of his name off the top of my head. Yeah. But you know, you're becoming the 5am entrepreneur. And you know, you think like, well, that's it. That's how I have to be successful. Or you see another entrepreneur who always has this routine. And you mm-hmm. think like, okay, I need to now do that. And I think it's very easy to, even though it comes from a good place, get caught up And living out someone else's schedule and someone else's life. And that is not yours. And I think when it comes back to the point we're making here, when you can figure out what your values are, you're going to be able to better prioritize them, which means throughout your day or throughout your week, throughout your month, you're going to feel better about the things that are on your to-do list or that when you come to the situation where you have to choose one or the other, that you feel good about what you're choosing and that you're also not feeling guilty Mm. about the other thing that you're not doing.
1: Mm.
0: And that leads into, perfectly, the next you know, piece of advice that we have for you, which is when you say no to something, that means that you're saying yes to something else. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a big revelation to me and my Mm -hmm. journey as someone who wants to do All the things, you know, you want to be able to prioritize and move your business forward and you want to be able to be a good friend and support your family and your best friends and you want to be able to work out and also drink water every day and take your vitamins and like, you know, it literally becomes this overwhelming like list of all of these things and, you know, if you're like me, you're like, how is that all going to get done? And it's not physically possible to even get all of those things done in a single day. And so you feel, again, unfulfilled because you're like, here are all these things that are important to me. How am I possibly supposed to, Mm -hmm. you know, get all of these things done, let alone with intention every single day? And so I think that was a big revelation for me and realizing that having it all is not the same as doing it all. And I think as, just society makes us feel like we need to be doing all the things. We're always like, oh, doing all the things, you know, (laughs) juggling this and juggling that. And I think it's possible to have it all, quote unquote, that means the things that are important to you. Mm -hmm. All is not all the things in society that people are telling you to do, things you think you should do. All is the things that you care about, the things that are important to you. And you can have those things without needing to do all of those Mm -hmm. things every single day. And so I think another part that comes in is talking about being present. And I know that this is something that you've Mm -hmm. really learned in your own journey.
1: Yeah, and I love that saying yes is saying no to something else. I think that for a long time it was almost like a negative saying no to. It was something I was missing. I was missing out on or I was lacking or I I wasn't as good as the other people who could say yes to everything. So Mm. I think that we don't realize that everyone is saying yes and no to things. That's just how life works. And I think I really viewed that as if that I was – somehow incapable of saying Mm. yes to everything and that was really you know that's obviously very stressful like it is trying to do it all instead of have it all and really look at the things that I wanted to do and because I was taking all of this stuff on and having all of these long to-do lists or checklists things that I thought were going to make me feel fulfilled I felt like if I checked all of these things off the list that then I would have that elusive joy at the time that I was, you know, chasing and desiring. And I think that, you know, one of the biggest, you know, reflectors back to me was with my friends and families. One of my biggest values has always been to be able to support my friends and family, to be really present with them in the rare moments and support them through highs and lows and I, you know, was really hearing from my family that I was not present. They didn't feel my presence there and I honestly wasn't. When I took a step back, when I was in those conversations with friends and family, I was thinking about that to-do list. I was thinking about the fact that I was sitting there having coffee when I should have been working out, when I should have been moving my business forward, when I should have been, I don't know, planting a garden and (laughs) making all of my home Cooked meals. And it was all of these things that I thought I should do because I was looking to outside sources to maybe what society thought, maybe what I saw other entrepreneurs doing. And really like it looked like they were able to say yes to everything. And I kept having to say no. And so this really bled into. Something that was so important to me was my friends and family values and not being able to be present and be with them in the moment. And that started to take a toll on those relationships. It started to take a toll on my heart and on myself and starting to also feel burnt out from just like in my head running to-do lists, running around trying to do everything I thought I should do. Mm -hmm. And so that was really the awakening or eye-opening moment for me to A, be more present, but by choosing to say yes to being more present. I was choosing to say no to not thinking about these things I thought I should be thinking about, to knowing that I was going to say yes to those other things as like we'll get into how to say yes and no, but like if I knew in the back of my head I would be saying yes to it at some other point, but right now I was saying no to it and that became okay for me because then I ended up becoming more present in my relationships and those deepened even further now I walk away from conversations and I just feel so connected to the person that I just talked to we have these deep conversations that I love having and I just I it it creates these bonds that I just never had before and I just can't speak enough about being present with your friends but being present in the moment you know it doesn't have to be applied to being friends maybe you might feel this way about your business or about other aspects of your life even showing up for yourself in Mm self-care I think it's really important to be present in all moments, not just relationships That was just my own eye-opening moment. But being present in everything that you are doing because you are choosing to do those things because they fill your cup. You are saying yes to those things and maybe you're starting to say no to things that don't fill your cup. Mm, I love that.
0: I think the idea of being present is something that's not talked about enough when it comes to creating a schedule and creating a routine and let alone work-life balance in the struggle to do it all you are not being present a lot of times and you know I've had my own moments of the same thing you're not being actually present with your family with your friends with your kids you know even in your business sometimes and so I think it makes it really important to recognize that presence, like being present is even more important than just having something on your schedule. The idea is not just to tick it off your to-do list is to be able to genuinely enjoy whatever it is that you're doing and allowing that to fill you, bring you joy, do it with intention on your schedule. So that comes into how the heck do you actually do that? Those are some really awesome Things to talk about, but how do you actually incorporate this into your daily schedule, your weekly Mm -hmm. schedule? What does that look like for Shay and myself and how we quote unquote have it all and do that with our schedules? You know, when we're talking about all these things that are important to us, what does that look like so that we don't, you know, that we don't end our days or our weeks or our months feeling like our schedule was running us, or feeling Mm -hmm. like we're unfulfilled. And so... That gets into some of the more nitty gritty Mm -hmm. actionable side, which I think is is super fun, is that we prioritize the things that are important to us. So our values, like we just talked about, literally on our schedule, Mm -hmm. we like to use Mm iCalendar or you can use Google Calendar. Maybe you're someone who really likes like a physical calendar, whatever it Mm -hmm. is, you need to have a calendar. And every single week, we literally block out time in our schedule for our values for the things that are important to us, whether that is you know anything from creative time in our business to workouts to spending time with our family and friends, hobbies, adventures, all the things that are valuable to us, we do not just go through an entire day or week all of a sudden, thinking, "Oh my goodness, you know, I I forgot to work out, or oh, I really wanted to spend creative time in my business this week, and like, when is that going to happen?" And I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. We don't allow our days or our schedules to just run us. You know, we're in control of, and you are too, of where you spend your time and where you spend your energy and what your calendar actually looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, not everything on our calendar sometimes is something that we absolutely love or want to do we recognize that there are things that you have to do you know if you don't love doing laundry you know sometimes that's on your schedule still and you don't love to do it there are things that are just going to be on there and I think we don't really block out those things in our schedule we like to call those rhythms and so we kind of connect these daily rhythms things that I would say are just kind of like life things that need to happen and you connect or the way we connect a rhythm is with something that we do either every day or every week. So for example, when we are, you know, maybe when I'm making coffee in the morning, I'm gonna just throw in a load of laundry. Like I don't wanna block out an entire hour in my schedule personally to do laundry. So I attach it to a rhythm of something I do like to do. So when I am making coffee, in the morning, which I love and wake up to, I am throwing in a load of laundry or when I'm headed out for my workout, I take out the trash, you know, simple things where you don't have to really feel like your, you know, chores for lack of a better word or errands are just like draining you and how can you connect those and make it a rhythm with something that you enjoy doing so that it's not taking up all this time in your schedule or piling up literally like laundry or like laundry can piling up so that it becomes this overwhelming thing where you do all of a sudden need to spend two hours doing laundry. So I think it's really great because you and I have quite different schedules. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. have similar values, but quite different schedules. And I think for you that are listening, it's going to kind of allow you to have a different perspective when it comes to creating a schedule and see how you can create a schedule that works for you. This episode is brought to you by the Bucket List Bombshells Academy. Eight years ago, I left my uninspiring 9-to-5 job and booked a one-way ticket to Mexico in pursuit of my own freedom-filled life. That led me to starting my own online graphic design studio where I had the freedom to work from anywhere, design my own schedule, and do work that I loved. All of a sudden, work became a source of excitement, and most importantly, I felt inspired to open up my laptop each day. The Bucketless Bombshells Academy is our comprehensive curriculum of online courses where we'll teach you the step-by-step of learning in-demand online skills and building your very own online business. Plus, you'll have support from us and our expert community igniters to guide you and answer your questions every step of the way. You don't have to have a business idea or even any idea of what you want to do next in your career. If you know you're ready to make a change and pursue your own freedom-filled life, we're here to help you take that next step. Join us in the Bucket List Bombshells Academy or learn more by visiting
1: bucketlistbombshells.com slash academy. I love that you brought up the rhythms. That was definitely life-changing for me, I think, in terms of connecting rhythms to other things, daily activities that I was already doing or already enjoying. So definitely love that. Um, But let's get into, yeah, how I create my schedule because like Cass said, we have very different ones. So I think it's going to be really interesting for you guys to listen in and then really make it your own. And for me, I love consistency. So I really like structure, consistency consistency It takes a lot of decision-making fatigue away from when I know just having, I'm gonna do the kind of the exact same things Monday to Friday. I know that might sound boring to some of you, but I know there's lots of you out there that don't find that boring. So I'm gonna keep (laughs) talking. But I like to have like my Mondays to Thursdays pretty much look the same. And I'm sure you've gathered from a lot of the stuff I've shared today, my values with friends and family. I value fitness. I value my creative work time. And I also value a lot of mindset. work as well. Having a morning routine is very important to me to make sure I feel really ready and set up for the day. And so I make sure pretty much Monday to Friday, those things happen at the same time. I work out at 7 a.m. I do my journaling. I do my purpose work and my evenings are open for my social time. And so this has really worked really well for me. And I've actually like Come bringing back in the saying no and saying yes. So I say no to a lot of late night evening activities and my friends know this and they know this about me and they know not to ask me for anything. So it doesn't feel like, you know, once you have that community kind of understanding who you are and accepting who you are, it's like such a refreshing thing to just own that part of who I am and not feel guilty, not feel FOMO, not feel like I'm disappointing people by saying no to late night events because I am saying yes to waking up early and starting my day with a workout at 7 a.m.
0: I love that you are talking about that too and what that really looks like for you in your own personal life and business life because I think having an example of what saying no can look like is really helpful and I'm sure for those of you that are listening, you're thinking like, oh yeah, there's a lot of times I wanna say no to something but then I'm feeling guilty, I feel like I'm disappointing someone or disappointing myself, whatever it is those feelings are and I actually came across a quote very fittingly, yesterday actually, that I think just perfectly sums up what we're talking about here. And it said, if we don't say yes authentically, we say yes resentfully. And that leads to far more problems than if we'd said no in the first place. And so I don't know about you, maybe you're out there and you're like, oof, yes, like hand raise. There's a lot of times in my past where I have said yes resentfully for someone else, you know, for my partner, for a family member, even for the business sometimes, and I'm doing so resentfully. And none of us want to just, none of us want to be in that place when we're coming to our personal lives or our business. And so I think realizing, and for a lot of you who maybe haven't really thought about this before, this might give you a lot of freedom to recognize that it's better instead to say no or wait until you want to say yes authentically so that you can avoid problems. But even better than that, just live more joyfully. You're going Mm. to feel better. And that has also brought up and opened the door to some amazing conversations. You know, you were talking about how you've shared with friends and they support you now in your schedule and in your structure and you know kind of your boundaries that you've set and i think this also allows you to more presently and openly talk about these things with the people in your life because sometimes they don't even recognize that this is a area of stress or like a stressor for you you know maybe it's something that they Are wanting to say yes to authentically and you're over here just like saying yes resentfully and they wouldn't mind if you just said no, you know, I think there's a lot of these conversations we have in our head and even more so just allows you to live more authentically have these open conversations with the close people in your life so that you can just come from this place of less overwhelm more joy and more peace in your daily life, in your schedules. That kind of also goes off of my schedule, (laughs) which looks a little bit different than yours. And like I said, we have a lot of the same values, but what that actually looks like in how we manage and run our day-to-day schedules looks quite differently. And so for those of you who want to have more flexibility and more freedom and more just like fluidity in your schedules, that's very much how I run my schedules. So just like Shay, I prioritize my workouts four times a week. I you know, spend time, of course, working and doing my purpose work as well. I spend time with my family, but how I actually schedule those in my days is that I leave room for maneuvering that based off of either how I feel a certain day, what I wanna work on, or it allows me a lot of freedom if something comes up. So for example, I love being able to meet up for coffee with my friends or a fellow, you know, business owner or entrepreneur. And that's something that brings me a lot of joy. But typically it's something that happens pretty last minute. Someone just sends a text and is like, hey, let's meet Thursday. Are you free to meet Thursday for coffee? And I love that. And so instead of having this rigid kind of schedule that's already, embedded in my calendar, I maneuver around and move my work. And I don't mind working later. For example, sometimes I work past five and that doesn't bother me because I didn't start working till 12 or 1230. Sometimes I wake up and it's a beautiful day outside and I decide that I want to go take my coffee and, you know, and take a walk on the beach. And so that's something I allow myself. And so, Having a flexible schedule genuinely brings me so much joy and peace knowing that I have things scheduled, so I have the things that are important to me scheduled in my week. You know, If you were to look at my next week, they're all there, but I also know that I have this ability to change, maneuver, adapt, and that's something that's very much a part of who I am. I love being adaptable, I like to be able to adapt, and so that brings me a lot of joy. So if I were to be working in a rigid schedule, which I've done in the past, It's something that has a lot of friction. And so I think maybe for those of you that are listening, if you're in a schedule right now that is bringing you friction, maybe this is opening your eyes to recognizing like, I don't think this schedule is for me. Like this isn't working for me. And maybe I need to try a different schedule. You know, some days or some weeks, I do have a structure that is a bit more consistent and that's okay too for me, but it does allow me more flexibility. I think too, in a lot of creative work that I do some, you know, sometimes I wake up on a Saturday morning and I feel like so creative and so jazzed and excited to, you know, work on a project. And so instead of having these strict boundaries with myself is like I don't work on weekends I don't work on Saturdays I allow myself the flexibility to do that and that's something that my friends and my family know about me as well and so that means sometimes I wake up on a Monday morning and I'm like today I'm gonna kind of take the day off like I'm not feeling in a specific creative mode, or I know that there's something else that's come up in life that I really is important for me to prioritize. And so instead I'll move work to a Saturday or just maneuver things around. I kind of really love to work on the go too. And so that's something that like I don't do it every day, but I do it some days. And that also brings me a lot of joy because I know that I can carve out time to have coffee with my mom in the morning and still check in on things you know, on my way or when I'm headed back. And I think that is a big, beautiful part of remote work or very also specifically being able to be your own boss. For those of you that are new, it might be overwhelming. Maybe someone has always given you a schedule, always told you what to do, what time you need to wake up, when you need to get on the highway in order to get to work on time what time you need to take a lunch break what time you're able to clock out what time you need to pick up your kids and then you need to rinse and repeat because your schedule has been literally created for you and so this might be the first time that you are trying to or understanding what could the possibility look like creating a work life balance schedule that actually brings you joy. That's something that you want to be doing. And instead of coming from it coming to it from this place of like fear and overwhelm, I really encourage you to just experiment, take baby steps, try different things, be able to be okay with, you know, trying a schedule and it not working out for you because that just opens your eyes to something that isn't serving you and you can try a different type of schedule. And so I also just want to point that out for people who have always been given a schedule and you know, you're like, Oh my gosh, you're talking about creating this freedom filled life and creating this freedom filled schedule. And like there's so much opportunity and excitement. And I do feel like there is, but if that's overwhelming to you because someone has always told you what to do, Take it day by day, experiment, try baby steps. And I think, you know, journaling when you have some time and space and really thinking about like, okay, close your eyes. What would your, what would you want your day to look like if you could design your day? And we talked about that already in this conversation. Mm-hmm. And that you're going to find is going to be filled with your values. Mm-hmm. You're going to be recognizing the things that are the most important to you. And then figuring out how you can actually schedule those in. So what happens when we feel out of balance? Mm Because I think some of you might be listening to this episode and you're like, that's all great. I work, you know, maybe you have a work-life balance schedule, a routine that works well for you, but somehow you've fallen out of balance Mm -hmm. over the past week maybe even the past year and a half when so many things have been changing or you've been forced in a way to change your schedule Mm -hmm. and now you are like out of balance and you don't know how to get back into balance Mm -hmm. and this is something that has been very real for us as well Mm -hmm. and At the end of the day, I think my biggest piece of advice, and we'll get into this even deeper, is learning how to give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. And this is not something I think that comes easy to a lot of us, especially if you are a type of person, you're listening to this and you're like, yeah. I'm a go-getter. I make things happen. I pick myself back up and keep going. You know, we have these stories that are still a part of us and there is a part of you that is able to pick back up when things are hard. But I think that a big learning lesson out of this last year and a half too is another wise piece of advice is learning how to give ourselves grace because the end goal of a Schedule or work-life balance is not to achieve some perfect version of Mm -hmm. work-life
1: balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's such a great point, especially for those of you who probably more skew on that, you know, that schedule calendar that I had shared with you or maybe more in this kind of mentality that I was in, checking off that to-do list, needing to feel productive and accomplished. And even when I did start aligning my schedule with what I valued, I really struggle to give myself grace in those moments, maybe in those days that I would wake up and I would be not feeling my best or feeling emotional or right now, you know, sometimes there's other external factors that are creating these, you know, exhausted emotions in you because there's just so much rapid change happening all the time, again, out of your control. And I think for those of us who view ourselves as go-getters or view ourselves as people that can just pick ourselves up, get through it, like push that, out of our minds for me I didn't realize that this was starting to take a toll on my mental health and my physical health and it just I really didn't understand the concept of giving myself grace and so when this when i you know discovered this concept i'm sure it was through a wise friend and i you know really learned how to give myself grace in those moments and to me that was really just allowing myself to choose what i wanted for the day so mm-hmm. even though consistency brings me a lot of stability a lot of joy a lot of fulfillment when it's no longer fulfilling you that's mm-hmm. okay when the picture looks Different. I think it was really hard for me to see. I thought, okay, I created this picture of fulfillment. And that's not how we are as humans. We're adapting and we're changing and we're growing as people. And, and we want different things at different seasons in our lives. Mm. And really giving yourself grace to allow yourself to adapt or to grow with yourself or to change and to move things in your schedule, to change your schedule, to start saying maybe there's new things you want to say yes to. And that means that there's other things you start saying no no to, or you make room in your schedule or your time for those things that you want to say yes to. But I think really coming back to even just on a day-to-day basis, giving yourself grace in that day to maybe wipe the slate clean or... Do something more flexible like Cassie's calendar, move things around. You know, you don't have to do every single thing every week, as well, in terms of, you know, I've talked a lot about my values of fitness and friendship and purpose work and mindset work. And, you know, some weeks I don't feel like seeing anybody. And I think that's okay. I think it comes back to that feeling of guilt when you say no to certain things and feeling like you're hurting or letting down other people. Mm. And I think when you have, just such an incredible support system around you but when you that want to support you when you're saying yes and you're really owning who you are and what you want for that day or week it doesn't have to be a whole week but maybe it's a day you push that you know social time or you push that fitness schedule or you Replace it and fill it with something else that you know is going to fill your cup back up. It's really giving yourself grace to ask yourself what you want for the day or for the week. But I think for me, giving myself grace happens more on a daily basis basis of allowing myself to ask myself do I want this you know maybe I wanted it last week you know maybe I wanted to go to a 6 a.m. spin class last week and now I don't and that's okay and it doesn't have to be like it's not a checklist Mm. it's a lifestyle it's what's going to fill you up it's what what brings you joy and fulfillment
0: Mm. I love that I'm so glad that you brought that up I think you know some other examples like you were saying of you know just life happening and recognizing that you need to prioritize something else is, you know, maybe not working as much in your business because you were supporting a friend through something. Or, you know, your kids have been needing you more this week than usual. Or your partner needs support. Or you've been needing more self-care time or rest time or mental space. I love that you brought up that, you know, maybe you had scheduled that 6 a.m. workout a week ago and you're feeling super exhausted this morning or the night before. And I think listening to your body, I mean, that could be an entire, yeah. <laughs> that could be an entire episode in itself, but you know, recognizing that those are the types of things mm-hmm. that you and I are being aware of and adjusting our schedules for working out is important is working out more important than our physical well-being which is also part of working out if you feel you know super exhausted you're drained maybe you just got a horrible night's sleep and you have a 7 a.m workout like we give ourselves that grace to cancel the workout if you need to you know just last week I had a 7 a.m workout planned I woke up and my stomach was hurting my head was there I was so ready to hit the gym and be lifting weights and my body was like uh uh-uh, uh, Cassie, this isn't happening today. And so I was already awake. And instead of like beating myself up over this, or forcing myself to go to the gym and not feeling well, or being like angry at just the circumstance, you know, being like, I had planned to work out and now I'm just like annoyed in my day. Instead, I was awake. So I just headed out to a coffee shop that I know is open early. And I did my journaling from a coffee shop and outside instead, like Mm -hmm. life is going to happen. Life will always be happening. And there are going to be things either outside of your control or something that you didn't plan for. And so the more that you can, you know, have a schedule, most of the time that works for you, whether it's flexible or more structured or routine. And then for those other moments, just like allow life to happen. Give yourself grace, mm-hmm. be grateful, which we talked about in another episode. It's going to just bring so much more joy and peace to your life. And one of those things too, when it comes to you know being able to do it all or have balance is I think a lot of us think think that balance means 50-50. Mm. You know, if you were to close your eyes and like v- visualize what balance means to you, you're we're thinking of like the scales or something that is like evenly weighted. When in reality, it's so much more fluid and mm. less rigid than that. So we're talking a lot about, you know, our workouts, for example. That's only four hours a week of workouts, four hours a week, when we are awake for roughly 112 waking hours a week. So that's only four out of 112 hours, and that still is fulfilling and we are still prioritizing that value for our life. But that still gives us time and space to use the rest of those hours to put towards another value or something else that's important to us so i think having this more holistic approach to what work-life balance actually looks like for your life is going to allow you to stick to a quote unquote routine more consistently. You know, it's kind of like the diet. There are some that it's like if you're not making it a lifestyle, especially in this day and age where like you mentioned so many outside sources, things are changing, you have to change your schedule from one month to another. If you can adopt some of these principles and you know, piece of, of advice that we're talking about today is going to allow you to m- just more consistently maintain a version of work life balance that's bringing you joy and fulfillment over the course of time. And so, you know, if you're so stressed about having work life balance this week or this month or this year, then you're literally missing the point. And I say this with so much love, but it's true. And this is how you and I support each other as well. Like if you're so stressed out about just having work-life balance or like what it looks like to find it or have it, it's like joy. You're literally missing it like right before your eyes. And there was always gonna be another to-do list, another goal that you wanna pursue, another year of New Year's resolutions maybe. But how can you take a more joyful approach to finding or having work-life balance in your life? Because I think at the end of the day, that's what we all want, right? We want more joy in our days. We want more time spent doing the things that we love doing with the people that we love and we want to spend more time in alignment with our values and find more purpose and fulfillment in our weeks. So, I really encourage you to dig into this episode. Maybe you will need to give it a second listen and actually you know, implement some of the pieces of advice, but I'd really love for you to take this advice and framework and reflect on what work and life balance really means to you and how you can intentionally create a schedule based on your own values. Shay and I cannot wait to hear what this brings up for you and how it inspires you to design a schedule that truly supports your freedom-filled life. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Freedom Filled Life Podcast. Don't forget, now is your chance to enter to win our ultimate Bucket List Bombshells Business Bundle giveaway. Over $3,300 and chock full of our favorite tools, courses, and products to take you to the next level, no matter where you're at on your business journey. Are you ready to enter to win? Go right now to Apple Podcasts on your phone or computer search for the freedom Field life podcast and scroll down to rate and write us a review. Literally one minute of your time right now will enter you to win over $3,000 in prizes. Just make sure that the username or nickname that you use to leave a review isn't anonymous so that we can easily identify you as the winner on November 5th. Plus your review will help us spread the word about the freedom Field life podcast to other women around the world. Shay and I will be reading every review, and we can't thank you enough for all your support on this new business baby. They say it takes a village, so thank you for being a part of ours. We really couldn't do it without you. The Freedom Filled Live podcast is brought to you by the Bucket List Bombshells. It's hosted by me, Cassie Torresillas, and my co-host, Shay Brown. If you loved today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you left us a review. Reviews help us spread the word about the Freedom Filled Life podcast, and they're a key part of sharing the show with other women who believe they're made for more. Until next week, keep on pursuing your own freedom-filled
1: life.